At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Four years ago today, the UMBC Retrievers became the first team in the history of the NCAA tournament to be a 16 seed that upset a one when they beat Virginia by a whopping 20 points. Which contenders will be vulnerable early in the tournament this year? We know we see it year in and year out. Hi, I'm Stormy Bonantoni, hanging out with you for the next hour on My Guys in the Desert, live from Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. Plenty of college hoops on deck today. We'll be joined by Julian Edlow, betting analyst and host from DraftKings here in just a few minutes. UNLV former head basketball coach Dave Rice will also be on the program later in the hour. And Steve Buchanan with Free Agency Frenzy, MLB coming back upon us. Lots of news there. So much to break down when he joins the show as well. But as we always do, let's get to the news first with our top five things that impact us as betters with regards to the headlines. Starting with number one, Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield taking to social media last night with a statement regarding his uncertainty with the franchise amidst reports that Deshaun Watson was meeting with the team this week. Mayfield thanked the city of Cleveland and wrote, I have no clue what happens next, which is the meaning behind the silence I have had in the duration of this process. I can only control what I can't. The former number one overall pick coming off a turbulent season, as we know, filled with injuries. He completed just 60% of his passes this past season, throwing 3,010 yards, 17 touchdowns, and 13 picks. And despite the 8-9 season and his recent surgery, was reported to be in the Browns' plans for 2022, but those plans appear to be changing. I'm particularly curious to see what happens with his relationship with the Browns if they don't land Watson, who is, by the way, expected to make his decision on a landing spot as early as today or tomorrow. Browns odds as of now, 40-1 to to win next year's Super Bowl, plus 343rd in a competitive AFC North behind the Ravens and Bengals. Number two, the Raiders made their first big splash under new leadership today. Tom Pelissero reporting that Vegas is finalizing a deal with four-time Pro Bowl edge rusher Chandler Jones for three years, roughly $17 million. The Raiders also released defensive end Carl Nassib and in a corresponding move to the Jones edition, traded Yannick Ngakwe to the Colts for quarterback Rocky Seen. Jones had 10.5 tackles for the Cardinals last season, posted 71.5 over his six-year run with Arizona, and what a pass rush duo that will be alongside first-team All-Pro Max Crosby. Things in the AFC West continue to be crazy. The Raiders are at the bottom of that division in terms of the odds at 10-1. to The Chiefs lead in the pack at plus 150. Number three in the MLB, bad 
news for the Red Sox as starting left-hander Chris Sale will miss the start of the 2022 season due to a stress fracture in his rib cage. As for any sort of timetable on his return, Sale told reporters doesn't have any idea how long it'll be before he can pitch, adding the last couple years have sucked. What can you do? The 32-year-old referencing how he missed all of 2020 and most of 2021 with Tommy John surgery. He did make it back for nine regular season starts last year, going 5-1 with a 3-1-6 ERA and 52 strikeouts in 42 and two-thirds innings. Sale is 16-1 to win the American League Cy Young. As terms of the team, their win total sitting at 84.5 this coming season, plus 550 in the AL East, fourth best odds in a division that is just stacked this year. Four of the five teams are in the top six on the odds board for the American League standings. Number four, Arizona star point guard Kirk Kreeza told Tucson local media yesterday he does expect to play in the NCAA tournament this weekend after suffering a significant ankle sprain that kept him out of the Wildcats Pac-12 tournament semifinal and title games. It's typically an injury that can sideline a player for up to three weeks, but Kreeza said he's been rehabbing 14 hours a day to get healthy and be available. You see these photos on your screen. They are not pretty to say the least. Arizona is scheduled to open against the winner of tonight's first four game between Bryant and Wright State. So they could opt to sit Kreeza and then if and when they win, reintroduce him Sunday against either TCU or Seton Hall, depending on who wins that matchup. Tommy Lloyd said on his weekly radio show, Kreeza, that he's preparing like he's going to play, but they'll see how close he gets and make a decision as they approach game time. Wildcats plus 650 to win this year's NCAA tournament. And last one here, as I mentioned, the first four does roll on today. Last night, Indiana won and covered against Wyoming, advancing to play St. Mary's, where they are a three-point dog in the first round. Texas Southern also beat AM Corpus Christi, who goes from a first four favorite to now a 22-point dog against Kansas in the Midwest region. As for this afternoon, Bryant and Wright State go head-to-head. The Raiders a three-point favorite. Sitting around two and a half as well, teetering back and forth, total 155. Notre Dame, a one-point favorite as well against Rutgers with the total sitting at 134. The winner to advance six-seed Alabama in the West. Time to welcome in content specialist and betting analyst at DraftKings, also host of the Unreasonable Odds podcast, Julian Edlow. Julian, I know you're in Vegas right now, so aside from an Uber mishap, how is your trip so far as we welcome you in? The Uber mishap is really grinding my gears right now, to be honest. It's still very fresh. Um, there is a very small Circa Sportsbook that uh, an Uber driver should have alerted me of um, while I was doing another radio hit in the back of his Uber um, and say, excuse me, sir, do you want to go to the big one downtown? But we can move past it. It's time to talk March Madness. No need to waste time. Yes, absolutely. And we're so excited to have you here in the city and uh, get to see you in the fresh here shortly. No doubt. Tonight on deck, Bryant and Wright State, as I just mentioned, Wright State a growing favorite here. And you'd assume that to be largely because of the home court advantage, so to speak, Dayton being about 12 miles from uh, the university. Is, being, is there being too much made of that, you think, for the spread to grow the way that it has? Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I see this game as way more of a pick em. It opened like one, one and a half and flew in right State's direction. And that's just not the right call. The Bryant Bulldogs had just as good of, if not better, a season than, uh, than right State. So this is all about home court that I think is being factored in. Whereas with Bryant, you know, they have a dangerous backcourt. Charles Pride is really good. He's a terrific rebounder. I saw his props at nine and a half rebounds. That's a guard. Um, and Peter Kiss is the nation's leading scorer. And if you watched that game against Wagner, the NEC championship game, I think a lot of people became familiar with him. Um, he's kind of a lunatic, but he's a good player. And I think that backcourt is going to get it done for Bryant tonight. But if you're giving me, a, you know, over a possession around three in this game or whatever it is right now, I'm going Bryant. And I think the money line is fine as well. Yeah, he lit it up all season, averaging 25 Point one points per game. Charles Pride also averages 18 points per game. I'm sure a reason why the total is as high as it is. 155. Did you have any lean on the, the total in this game sitting so high? Bryant overs have been a thing this year. So if you could have gotten it early enough um, at around 151 and a half, I think it opened anywhere from like 152 and a half and under, I would be fine with it. I just, you know, the value better in me right now can't pull the trigger at this high of a number, but I've seen some projections that call for this game to be, you know, in the one seventies. Um, and if that's the case, yeah, there's plenty of value, uh, you know, left there for you. I, I just can't get to the window with the current number. Right. Makes you wonder too, whoever does advance, especially if it is Bryant, that's such a high scoring team, what that game with Arizona would be like just absolute. Bryant, dominant. Arizona. 
Brian Arizona will be a monster total, and I hope we get that game, and I will be rushing to bet the over. Love it. Um, also, today at 6-10 Pacific, Notre Dame taking on Rutgers. Rutgers opened as the favorite, and this line has since switched to the Irish here. What do you make of it? Yeah, this is another one, honestly, where I don't agree with the movement. Um, I think that Rutgers can be the better team, is the better team. They're far more tested coming out of the Big Ten and the Big Ten's a conference that, yeah, I'm fine fading uh, overall in the tournament, but not in this spot. The ACC was super down this year. It was Duke and everybody else, and even Duke doesn't seem to be that good. Um, Notre Dame hangs its hat on a signature win at home over Kentucky. That's a big-time win, but that's about it. They were 14-1 and at home. They're one and five straight up and ATS on a neutral court. Now they're going to get Rutgers there. Um, Notre Dame has lost its last seven games to Big Ten competition going back years. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas Rutgers has played well against the ACC. Rutgers is nine and two ATS in its last 11 games as an underdog. I know it's slight, but that is, it's a, they're an underdog tonight. So give me the point with Rutgers. I think uh, Ron Harper Jr. and co are going to be too much for the Fighting Irish. I am a huge fan of Ron Harper Jr., and I am exactly with you. One of the biggest reasons why I did like Rutgers today when that line flipped was they do have that stat in their favor as a dog. Do you have any main takeaways from the action last night seeing Indiana and Texas Southern advance? Um, Not too much. Uh, You know, the 16 games are always fun uh, to put those teams in the spotlight, but in all likelihood, they're just being served up to the one seed. Um, so there's never what do you too mean? much you're saying, there. you're saying that we don't have a UMBC part two this year. Come on, man. Um, <laughs> if you're giving me the yes, no on any 16 seeds winning. I'm going to take the no, yeah. uh, but we'll see what happens. It is March madness. Uh, the other game, you know, the good start for Indiana. It kind of makes me like Rutgers more tonight. Seeing the big 10 come out and perform in, uh, in one of these play in games, I think. You know, Wyoming grew as a dog and then some sharp money came in on them and ultimately they just weren't sharp enough. I just, Wyoming kind of limped down the stretch. I don't think they were ready for that game. I'm kind of uh, kicking myself that I did not have an Indiana ticket in the end. I am so frustrated watching that game just because Maldonado, who has been such a stalwart player for them had 10 turnovers in the game it's honestly a miracle that Wyoming kept the game as close as they did given that Um, but okay you're going to stick around with us for the next segment as well right Julian I'm here for as long as you need me you're the best Um, remember everybody you can get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24 7 streaming daily best bet emails and our tournament betting guide including advice data and strategy all for only $19 so whether you are filling out a bracket or betting against the spread our whole team is here to get you ready for every single game in every round of the tournament you know and love our analysts Greg Hoops Peterson Matt Humans, Jonathan Von Tobel and Tim Murray they're going to have insights on every key team conference player to watch from the favorites to those potential Cinderella stories. So sign up today and get the betting guide plus full access to VSIN through April 5th, just $19 at vsin.com slash madness. Again, that's vsin.com slash madness. When we come back, like Julian said, he's sticking around. We're going to talk plenty more college hoops, a number of games. Who are his potential Cinderella stories? A team that could go out early. Also see who he's got winning it all when all is said and done. And remember later on in the show, as well. We're going to break down the Mountain West heavily with Dave Rice, former UNLV head coach. He has been in the dance as a player, as an assistant, as a head coach, went to a national championship with UNLV as a player, that Miracle 1990 squad. So plenty to talk with him about later. Don't go anywhere. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. 
I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back, everybody. This segment of My Guys in the Desert brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Have you been looking for the right opportunity to switch up your nicotine? Well, now there's a 10-day challenge to give you a fresh start, helping you walk away from the ashtrays, spit cups, and vapes. It's called the Zinn 10 Challenge. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a satisfying, smoke-free and spit-free nicotine alternative, and they're available in 10 varieties and two strengths. The Zinn 10 Challenge is a risk-free way to try Zinn's nicotine pouches. And if you don't enjoy your experience with Zinn after 10 days, you get your money back. So head on over to Zin.com slash T-E-N to take the Zin 10 challenge. That's Z-Y-N.com slash 10. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Back here, Stormy Bonantoni with you from Circa Sportsbook and DraftKings content specialist and betting analyst Julian Edlow still with us on the program at Julian Edlow on Twitter. In case you missed it, he told us he's back in Bryant and Rutgers in today's first four games. And Julian, as you look ahead to some of these first round matchups, what What's one bet you made right away you love the number? Well, I think the most interesting game in the first round is South Dakota State and Providence. Um, South Dakota State is the team that everybody, you know, the 13 seed that everybody wanted to back. They're the trendy dog. Providence is the lucky team that won the Big East that everybody wanted to fade, and they wind up going up against each other in the first round. So it was kind of the perfect storm for betters. But everybody thought this line was going to be like five and a half, six, and then it pops out at one and a half, two. Um, it's way too short for Providence. It's disrespect for Providence. Um, you know, the, the Jackrabbits have won 21 consecutive games in the Summit League. You go back before that, they lost the game this year to Idaho as 22 and a half point favorites. Um, their only win as an underdog was by three points over Washington State. They lost as a favorite to Washington. Um, and the other times they've been dogs, Missouri State, they lost that game, failed to cover. Probably the most comparable game to, Alabama, uh, to Providence is when they played Alabama. They were 12.5-point dogs, and they lost by 16. I took Providence money line. I'm going the complete opposite way of the trendy dog and uh, think that the Friars are going to win this one. You know, it's interesting you say that because at first blush, you want to back the Jackrabbits, no doubt. But then it does. It becomes that trendy dog where when a ton of people are backing, it makes you kind of lean the other way, doesn't it? It's just, it's, it's too much. Everybody yeah. was ready to bet South Dakota State, and I feel like they're, they didn't even look at the number. It's just like, oh, this is the dog we want. It's like, <laughs> well, you can bet Providence on the money line. They're not even that much of an underdog. That's how short the number is. So too much disrespect. If, if Iowa gets through, like, you know, Providence has run its course. I'll, I'll take Iowa in the next round. But for this specific matchup, the Big East regular season winner against a team that hasn't fared well out of conference, I know how good they were in the Summit League. Uh, I'm about Providence here. All right, I see you. I stayed away from that game just because the luck rating scares me a little bit. Um, I know another game that you yep. liked had to do with the Gonzaga Bulldogs. The biggest spread, well, until we saw the number with Kansas come out, so relatively close still to Kansas in their 16-1 to game. But what do you think about the Gonzaga-Georgia State matchup? Yeah, so, you know, big number. I'm not going to lay it for the full game. Gonzaga's going to be up 20-plus during this game. I don't know if they're going to cover it in the end. I'm going to the Zags' first half Ooh. on this game because I think that they'll start off really strong. Um, again, like, you look at the Georgia State Panthers. They've won 10 in a row. They've been favored in 12 in a row. But then go back to early in the season when they played teams that, uh, you know, out of conference, they were underdogs four times um, to, to not even all uh, power five teams. And they got mopped in those games. They played two, eight, 10 teams, URI, my alma mater, the Rhode Island Rams and Richmond who stole a bid to get in from the a 10 by taking down Dayton. They lost those two games by a combined over 50 points. Um, so how do you think it's going to go with the Zags in the first half? I think Gonzaga is going to be up by 20 plus halftime. What, what number did you get on that? 
Uh, it was 14 when I wrote it up on DK Sportsbook, and it should be in that neighborhood. Okay, I like that. Yeah, the Zags do have a way of getting out hot against lesser opponents, and we've seen how they've kind of just let their foot off the gas a little bit late in games. I like that play. Um, Vermont. Uh, taking on the Arkansas Razorbacks. This is another one of those kind of trendy dogs that we've seen a bit. A lot of people liking the team out of the America East, but just not knowing how they'd stack up against a team like Arkansas that plays such stout competition in the SEC. What are your thoughts? Yeah, so I swear I am betting some underdogs, but this is another (laughs) one that I'm going against the trendy dog, and I am laying the five with Arkansas. Bigger, faster, stronger out of the SEC. Everybody loved Colgate against them last year. Colgate was favored at one point in the live line. They came out and were all over Arkansas. Ultimately, Arkansas not only won, but did cover. Um, This time around, Vermont, good team. They've won 22 of their last 23 games, but let's go back to before they were beaten up on these American East teams and uh, look at who they played. Not too much of a resume, but they were 10-point underdogs to Maryland, lost that game by 11. They were six and a half point games to the lucky, lucky Providence Friars, and they uh, they lost that game by ten. So they've lost all these games by double digits, facing you know similar level competition. So laying five with Arkansas seems good to me in what should be a tough matchup for Vermont. Okay, Julian, give me a dog. You owe me one. <laughs> Chattanooga, Chattanooga okay. plus seven and a half against Illinois. There is a dog. Really good team. Almost didn't get here. Needed that buzzer beater on Monday night. Uh, of last week to, to get through in their conference tournament. But this is a really good team, and Illinois can play down to the level of its competition. I know Illinois is, is terrific as well, uh, the one seed in the Big Ten, but we saw them go down to the eight seed Illinois uh, to Indiana early in that tournament. So they can be had. Ultimately, I don't think the mocks win this one, so I don't think I'm going to go the line. Um, but keeping it within you know a few possessions, getting that seven and a half, uh, we've seen the number tick down. I think it's been nine at places. So I, I will take the points with the mocks. Dang, when you said that you liked them, I'm over here looking like what are what are Chattanooga's odds to make the Sweet 16? 15 to one, not worth the flyer to you. Don't You don't think they get out of the first round with this one? Uh, I just ultimately think they are going to be out talented. And then I think it's, uh, I don't have the bracket in front of me, but they would probably wind up with Houston, right? Yep. Houston or UAB. UAB could win that game. Um, but, you know, if they get Houston, Going through Houston and Illinois back-to-back seems like a little bit too much of a task, um, but I will be taking some points here. Is there anybody that you like as you look at some of those DraftKings prop, whether it's to make the Sweet 16, make the Elite Eight, or Final Four that you did get in on? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, You can get – I have in my bracket a Wildcat on Wildcat Final, that being Arizona versus Kentucky. Um, so those teams to make the final four, I think Arizona's plus 150, Kentucky's plus 200, uh, even just elite eight odds, win three games, Arizona minus 140, Kentucky, even money. I, I like that for both of them as well. Um, and then I think the wild bracket is going to be that bottom right one where you have Kansas and some of the weaker seeds um, in terms of two, three, four. LSU is plus 150 to make the sweet 16. Just got to win two games. Um, I like LSU a lot over Iowa State as one of my first-round picks laying the four points on Friday. And then after that, it's either going to be Wisconsin that doesn't really blow you away or you want another dog, Colgate plus seven and a half. I think Colgate uh, – sorry, yeah, is it Colgate? Colgate. Yeah. I think Colgate might be waiting there for, um, for LSU in the second round. I was about to give you a grief for taking another favorite, but you backed it up with another dog, so I'll take it. No, no, no. I'm coming through with another dog. Another seven and a half point dog, too. Same number, I think, last I looked. So in your, I mean, obviously we know based on your bracket, the Wildcats are going to win. Which one do you have taken it all? I'll be be honest. I have not written in a name in the middle of my bracket yet. I have Kentucky there. I have Arizona there, and I'm thinking about it. I'm going to... Weird answer, but like if they played the game, I think I like Kentucky, but I'm a little more confident. You know, Kentucky's on the Zag side of the bracket. Mm-hmm. I'm a little more confident that Arizona is going to be there. Um, so do with that what you will. I might put Arizona in just because I think they have the better chance to actually be playing in the game. But if they if they got there, I, I think I like Kentucky. Okay, so I know we agreed off the top we don't see any more 16-1 upsets. Is there a team, though, that is one of those one through three seeds that you see being an early exit type of a team? Um, yeah, I, I think that 
Duke. I'm down on Duke in the ACC. We they all are. You're not alone. <laughs> we all are. I know it's a popular answer. Um, but the thing is, I, I don't think there's anybody, you know, until the Elite Eight Gonzaga game um, that is too scary. But still, they've slipped up to some bad teams. So anybody can get Duke. Purdue. Purdue hasn't covered in months. They're 0-9-1 against the spread in their last 10 games. Um, Virginia Tech, the team that just beat Duke, that could be a second-round matchup for Purdue. They could go down early. Um, and then I just said Wisconsin's a three-seed at Colgate, I think. is Col- I have Colgate going through in my bracket. I'm going to take the 7.5 there. I don't know if I'll play the money line, but uh, the Badgers need to be careful. Interesting. Really great insight, as always, Julian. And find your way to the real Circus Sportsbook when you can, okay, my friend? I know. I'm like so embarrassed. This no. Is terrible. I'll be over there. I'll be over there later. I'll make up for it. Sounds good. Can't wait to see you. I'm glad to have you here in Vegas for the tournament. Good luck with all of your bets. When we come back here on My Guys in the Desert, we're going to do some more DraftKings love. Our guy Steve Buchanan is going to join the show. Talk through all of the latest NFL news, the MLB injuries that could play a significant role in some of the odds, especially that first half of the season. So you won't want to miss it. And miss me with that. A segment I'm going to try for the first time. Just games to avoid, people. Games to avoid. You're listening to My Guys of the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Play free hoops for a share of $20,000 this March with the March Hoop Series presented by 5-Hour Energy. Fire up your lineups in four free-to-play contests and compete for your share of five grand per contest. Head to DraftKings.com slash 5-Hour Energy now to join the action. 5-Hour Energy, fire up your lineup. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Time for Miss Me With That. A couple games I am avoiding heavily and that I think you should too. I'm trying to help you out here. Starting in the National Hockey League tonight, the Bruins taking on the Minnesota Wild. I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. Every time I bet a Wild game for or against them, it's a loser. I, No matter how much I want to bet the Bruins at a short minus 105 number, I don't know I can do it. I don't know. Maybe my, I'll succumb to my demons before puck drop. We'll see. But the Wild have been so volatile, even with their struggles, and there have been money, they're ca- many. They're capable of beating anyone any given night, especially at Excel Energy Center. Minnesota also beat Boston in January in in Boston during a time where the Bees were having a lot of success. The Wild were not. That win ended a five-game skid of their own. Similar situation here where Boston's doing really, really well. The Wild's not, but could they get tripped up? We'll see. Um, miss me with that. Moving on to college hoops. Michigan minus two against Colorado State. Everyone and their mother is betting on Michigan in this game. And I don't get it all of a sudden after kicking and screaming about how they shouldn't have even made the tournament. The Rams catch a lot of flack, I know, for their losses to UNLV, and they should. But for whatever reason, that was just a matchup problem. Aside from the Rebs, they swept Boise State. Their other losses were to fellow tournament teams. I'm not saying back CSU. I just don't think Michigan's the lock y'all want it to be. So miss me with that. And last one here, Loyola. Chicago against Ohio State, a limping Ohio State team that lost four of their last five games as a favorite in each of them heading into the dance against the fighting sister jeans that has a habit of defeating power five teams in March. It's extremely attractive, which makes me nervous that it's too attractive. This Buckeyes team did still beat a lot of good teams this year. They beat Duke, Seton Hall, Wisconsin, Illinois, went toe to toe with Purdue, who's a three seed. Uh, It's just another one of those examples where it depends on which team shows up. And it's just a little bit too risky for your girl. So miss me with that. Now hit me with my good friend Steve Buchanan, who joins us on the show right now, MLB and NFL analyst for DraftKings. I, I know you were dabbling in some UFC in the MLB downtime, Steve, but did you get any college hoops action too? It's March Madness. Are you getting in on it? You know, Julian Edlow, who I believe you just saw, keeps pushing me and try to peer pressure me into getting it. It's just not my strength. I'm staying far away. MLB is a couple weeks away. I'll be just fine. All right. Valid. Well, let's talk some NFL because free agency frenzy this week has been wild. And especially overnight, we saw the post from Baker Mayfield um, and just the the worry it seems like he has given that the Browns are meeting with Deshaun Watson. Um, What's the expectations for the Browns quarterback situation at this point? 
Yeah, it's it's the note. It's like Jersey Shore all over again. The note is the big kind of, you know, what we're talking about here. The, the Browns are just such a – I can't figure this team out, right? Once they take one step forward, that step forward was Amari Cooper, then they take two steps back and they give up Jarvis Landry. Uh, Austin Hooper's out of the mix now. Like, yeah. what are we doing here? Why can't we just figure this out? Why can't we just put a decent team on the field and be competitive in that division that, quite frankly, could be up for grabs? I don't know what they're trying to do here. Obviously, Baker Mayfield is going to be disgruntled. He's not going to be happy. They got to make a change at quarterback. It's just not working out here. We've seen it with Odell Beckham, the resurgence he had once he went to the Rams. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe it's your boy, Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe that's the guy. Maybe there's somebody else that they can do here. But this is just, this relationship is over. They've broken up online. They got to do it in real life now. I just, I don't understand this team at all. I don't think anybody does. That's all I keep thinking is let's say Deshaun Watson doesn't work out because we have seen other teams have been pursuing him a little bit harder. He might see as more attractive places to go. Then what do they do with Baker? They've already like hardened the relationship. And then you look in that division, like you said, the Bengals and Ravens sitting atop the odds board, but the Steelers, their odds have gone down since they got Mitch Trubisky. So, (laughs) you know, there's a lot of opportunity, I think, for that team to be good, but they're just shooting themselves in the foot. It's truly, it's incredible. Every time we start to think and get on the Browns bandwagon, they shove us off so violently. We're like, why did we even get on to begin with? This team just really needs to straighten things out. Have you heard anything with regards to Jimmy Garoppolo, though? I feel like that's a name that's kind of fallen off the radar with all of this other movement in the quarterback sphere. I mean, look, I mean, for the 49ers sake, like they really should be moving on from Jimmy Garoppolo. Like this could be another Jordan Love type thing. Like when the Packers drafted Jordan Love and then they continue to extend him. It's like, well, what did you take him for? They took Trey Lance at such a high spot. He's somebody that they obviously like, and he's a different, uh, you know, a whole different guy than, than Jimmy Garoppolo. He's mobile. He can run. He can throw. We haven't obviously seen that at that level, but that's the player that he was drafted as. So I think Jimmy makes a lot of sense in Cleveland. I think that would be to his strength because it's another team that won to run a lot too as well. I think that would play well for Jimmy, but you know, they need to figure out what to do with Baker Mayfield first. Okay. Now let's go back to the thing that started this whole thing, right? The Browns wanting to go for Deshaun Watson, the teams that we have heard that are pushing the hardest for him all happen to be in the NFC South, the Carolina Panthers, yeah. Atlanta Falcons, New Orleans Saints. And we hear Brady is back now with the Buccaneers. So <laughs> where do you think that Watson would be the best fit to be able to compete for a, a division title against the Bucs? I, when you go to that division, like what team do you make better? Because all of them are kind of lumped the same. They have no, you know, receivers that they can pair well with Watson. Like if you're going to go to the Falcons, like they don't have Calvin Ridley. Russell Gage is with the Buccaneers now. So there's that. They're down two guys. You know, the Panthers obviously have DJ Moore. They have Robbie Anderson. You know, that would probably be the best spot for him. But, you know, the Panthers have a lot to work out to as well. So the Saints feel like the team that people keep saying that he's going to go to. But again, it's like after Michael Thomas, who else is on that team that Deshaun Watson is going to be able to hook up with uh, aside from Alvin Kamara? There's just so many holes in all these teams in that division that it just feels like it's going to be the Buccaneers to take regardless of what team Watson could potentially go to. So the Buccaneers have kind of a stranglehold on that division. You know, Watson makes any team better, but those teams that you're looking at, they just have nobody on offense that's really going to bring the better Watson out, in my opinion. Well, and especially just because, you know, with Brady being re-signed, they're going to do a whole bunch more of those one-year deals, one more time, one last run. Let's try to get to a Super Bowl. And I saw on DraftKings, too, there are some pretty cool props that are already out, whether it's his passing touchdowns, passing yards. Who will catch his first touchdown pass of the year? Maybe that one will cost uh, a fraction of the amount of money of his last touchdown pass that uh we all know how that <laughs> how that went down but what are your thoughts on the props oh lord yeah uh, <laughs> look i i like the the chris godwin one at plus 350 that was his guy in the red zone he had 27 red zone targets last season that was by a pretty wide margin too obviously rob gronkowski is in the mix mike evans with as tall as he is is obviously a one there but chris godwin having him back healthy if that is certainly the case uh could be the guy there at plus 350 i like those odds a lot like i said 27 red zone targets for him last year that's a huge number that you have to look at and consider he got 20 of those uh when they went his way in the red zone so i think chris godwin is a pretty good bet to take in that realm all right well let's turn our attention to major league baseball because there has been a lot of news and movement this week as well and let's start with matt olson from oakland go into the Atlanta Braves. Obviously, we know what that means for Freddie Freeman. We saw his essential goodbye post on Instagram earlier today. But what kind of an addition can Olsen be? And what does that mean for the A's now moving forward without him? 
Yeah, look, the, the the Braves, they're losing Freddie Freeman. It's hard to replace a guy like that, but they couldn't have got a better player to replace him with than Matt Olson. Matt Olson is about four years younger than Freddie Freeman is. He's going to turn tw- uh, 28 later this month. This is a gold glove caliber first baseman who was hitting nearly 40 home runs when he was with Oakland. Now he's going to go to a hitter-friendly division in the National League East. He is easily exceed 40 home runs being in this Braves lined up. He's going to be very, very well protected too as well in that lineup. Unlike he was with the Oakland A's. This is such a massive move that is really going to have uh, some huge ramifications as the season goes on. Yeah, I saw just with regards to the A's side of things, you tweeted immediately. It's time to go under that 78 and a half game win total on Oakland. That quickly went off the board. And when it reappeared now, 73 and a half. It's, it now it's down to 72 and a half. Is so it? you probably, oh. oh yeah, you probably missed the ship on that Jeez. one if you didn't take it. They are moving everybody out on that team. When that team takes the field in about, a, a, you know, two weeks or so, you're not going to recognize this team. They are getting rid of all their you know, valuable assets, trying to get those prospects back. They're obviously in a rebuild. So you probably missed the boat with the wind total on this one, getting as low as it is. But this team is probably going to be the bottom of the barrel in the AL West right down there with the Rangers. Only have about a minute here left with you, but Fernando Tatis Jr. falls off a mic, uh, a motorcycle. He's going to need surgery, miss up to three months for the Padres. How significant is that for their start of the season, especially the way they collapsed at the end of last year? The start was what catapulted them. Yep, 30 and 50 since the beginning of July. That's how the Padres ended up at the end of the season. This is such a massive loss there, but there's still some free agents that they can get. The biggest problem is they're probably going to have to move Eric Hosmer if they're going to get any of these free agents if they want to go after someone like Freddie Freeman. I don't know if they can do that, so I think this is going to be a big move for the Padres, especially in a division that's as tight as it's going to be in the NL West. Steve, you're awesome. Wish you were here in Vegas with us, but enjoy. I'm happy for you that baseball is back, and uh, you you get to stay at DraftKings another day. Hey, next month, <laughs> you and I get in crumble. That's what we're going to do. Yes, sir. We are doing it. That's Steve Buchanan, <laughs> NFL and MLB analyst, and my fellow crumble cookie cohort. We try all the new flavors every week. Can I get sponsored by them? Can we get that on here? Your girl is gaining a pound by the day. When we come back, Dave Rice on the program, continuing our college hoops conversation. Going to be a good one. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are city casts now in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. You can subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast. Wrapping things up here on My Guys in the Desert, I'm Stormy Bonantoni. Time for my final picks of the day and taken by Storm. I am rolling with our guy Julian Edlow tonight with Rutgers plus the point against Notre Dame. I also like the under.
under 135 and a half in the game. The Scarlet Knights opened as a two-point favorite. Now the dog, and they are 9-2 ATS, their last 11 in that role. I think Rutgers is the more versatile team. They've got experienced stars in Ron Harper Jr. and Geo Baker. Also, also with regards to the under, slower tempo teams, decent defense. This number's climbed two or three points. So I personally saw this as being a low 60s type scoring game. So as that number ticked up, I bet the under. I am, however, on the over for the highest total on the board in the NHL tonight, Blue Jackets and Senators. Columbus has gone over that number in six of seven games and a stunning 17 times over the posted total their last 20. Defensively been brutal regardless of who's in net. Even gave up four to Vegas, who we know is just injured and woeful scoring right now. Ottawa's also seen three straight overs, allowed 11 goals in their last two games against lowly competition in Arizona and Chicago. Then looking ahead to tomorrow, because it's the morning game, Boise State plus three against Memphis. This was a pick that's continued to climb, and I just don't think the Broncos are getting enough credit. Like Steve Fisher told us on the program yesterday, this is the best Boise State team Leon Rice has had. They're veteran. They can be dangerous. They don't beat themselves. And the big argument I keep hearing with regards to Memphis is that they're big and Boise State's not big. I think that's wrong. I, I think that Boise State has the size. Their bigs just might not be as athletic. Armish inside has the strength and size to do some damage. Um, while we're talking about the Mountain West, really excited to welcome in somebody who knows this league inside and out. Former UNLV head men's basketball coach Dave Rice. Thank you so much for taking the time. How are you? Doing great. What an exciting time of year. Thanks oh, so much for having me on. It's like Christmas all over again. Love this time of year. And I did want to talk a little bit of Mountain West with you here quickly because you've seen this league's highs and lows from the time when you were with UNLV as a player and, and an assistant coach. And, and for years and years, you've seen this league throughout. How impressed were you with the level of competition that they had to get four teams into the dance? And I, I know Wyoming lost yesterday, but still three of them active here in the first round. It's a major accomplishment. You know, you go back to my second year as a head coach at UNLV, and we actually got five teams out of nine in the, in, in the NCAA tournament that year. And, and so to get four teams this year in the NCAA tournament, it's a big deal for recruiting, for fan bases, and so really excited for the progress of Mountain West. Is there one team, whether it's Boise State against Memphis, CSU taking on Michigan, or San Diego State against Creighton in that first round that you think has the best opportunity to win in advance? I heard what you said about Boise State, and I really like the team that Leon's put together this year. They're experienced. They've got inside play. They've got shooting. Shaver's done a great job making big shots. Uh, so I think they certainly have a great opportunity. And then San Diego State brings tremendous experience. I think there's no substitute for experience, and, and San Diego State's been to the NCAA tournament a number of times. And so I, I, I like the opportunity they have against a, a very good Creighton team. The one thing I feel bad about for the Aztecs is that if they do beat Creighton and they, they if they cover that two-and-a-half-point spread, they're likely going to be playing Kansas in the next game. So that bracket might not be the most friendly for the Aztecs, will it? Well, the 8-9 game is always difficult because the, the prospect of, of playing the number one seed is a difficult endeavor. But at the same time, uh, you know, you just concentrate on that first game. And But it's an evenly matched game and, and should be an exciting game for sure. But Brian Dutcher's done a tremendous job taking over for Coach Fisher and, and just couldn't be happier for the job that, that Coach Dutcher's done. Another team I wanted to get your opinion on was the Arkansas Razorbacks. You worked closely with Eric Musselman when you were an assistant at Nevada. What makes him a coach that's worth backing this time of year? First of all, experience. Uh, I was with him in Nevada when he built uh, that program which has had success, and they went to the three straight NCAA tournaments, and then last year getting to the to the Elite Eight. And I know I talked about it with San Diego State. Just the experience that that, that Coach Musselman brings, and with with the team, two great players in Note and and Williams, and got to make sure you keep those guys out of foul trouble. But I think the the biggest thing with Coach Musselman is he used his experience as a former G League coach. Uh, just to put together a roster I and mean, he's not phased if a guy gets hurt, if a guy's in foul trouble, he just moves on to the next guy. And, and, and I think that's a skill that he has great evaluator. And, and the thing about coach Muss is he brings energy every single day and his, his teams really reflect that. That was the thing I wanted to follow up with you actually is like, we see how energized he can be during the course of a game when they win these massive upsets he's taking his shirt off and throwing it in the air how much do you think that this Arkansas Razorbacks team has taken on some of the characterization of its coach I think every team takes on the character of its coach to some degree especially successful teams and uh, 
Coach Must never has a bad day in terms of bringing energy. He's, he's on full go all times of the day and night. And I think his team reflects that. And certainly they're battle-tested with with how good the SEC was this year. And I know he would tell you they've got a huge matchup in the first round playing Vermont and Buffalo. You know, probably the committee probably didn't do them any favors having them play Vermont and Buffalo. And then if they win that game, playing UConn and Buffalo. But uh, they'll be up to the challenge, I'm sure. What do you think of that opening round matchup? The Hogs are a five-point favorite against Vermont, a team that just ran through the America East the way they did. Well, Vermont had a great program for some time, and, and I think it's, it's a program that started to get some notoriety. Uh, and you have to favor Arkansas just because of the battle testing they got in the SEC and their, the depth of their, of their players. But uh, they will certainly be tested. And, again, there's an advantage for Vermont playing so close to home. But uh, I, I do like Arkansas to win the game for sure. Well, would love to get your opinion on just a, a team or two you think could really go the distance and win it all this year. And also maybe one of those teams that we see as a higher seed that could be pretty vulnerable for an early exit this year. I think it's difficult to forecast, but but I do like Gonzaga. Uh, if I have to pick someone, I have great respect for the program that Co- Coach Few has built. And I think that Gonzaga has played the best for the longest period of time all season long. Every team goes through a stretch where they don't play their best basketball. And But I, I would pick Gonzaga to win it all. And, and I think it actually helps them that they lost to St. Mary's into the season. I think that sometimes as a coach, you don't want to lose. Obviously, you don't go into any game trying to lose the game. But once you lose, sometimes it has that impact of, of refocusing your team and, and maybe getting their attention a little bit. And so I think that helps them going forward but there are a lot of great teams that could certainly win it with regards to some teams maybe that have vulnerability I know one that really sticks out to me is this Duke team just the way that they lost that game to North Carolina the final game of the regular season the way they lost in the ACC tournament are they a team to you that despite being a number two seed could really struggle you know it's interesting that I had the same thought uh a team that is vulnerable is Duke, and, and and before we start getting cards and letters from the from the Duke faithful, uh, going into the end of the season, when I was asked who do I think had the best chance to win the, the NCAA tournament, I actually picked Duke, and so I have tremendous respect for that program, and they're certainly very capable of running the table and winning six in a row. But I do believe one thing that concerns me is they've got a young team, and there is a lot of pressure on those guys with it being Coach K's last year. And we can talk about the toughness and how talented they are, but uh, there's a lot of pressure on those young guys to perform. They don't want to be the team that goes out early in, in the NCAA tournament in Coach K's last year. There's, that's about legacy. And, and obviously, Coach K's legacy is firmly cemented whatever happens. But I know how much those guys will want to play hard and play well for him. But I do think there's some extra added pressure and we saw that with all the former Duke players being there for Coach K Day when, when they lost to North Carolina and, and going out early in the ACC tournament. So we shall see how that turns out. They could easily win the, win the whole thing, but, but I would keep an eye on that with the pressure those young kids feel. No doubt. Uh, and we're all, we've only got about a minute here left with you, but like I said off the top, you've been in the tournament as a player, an assistant, a head coach. You were on that Jerry Tarkanian team that won a national championship with UNLV. What makes a team a national champion contender? I think obviously talent and experience and just every team that gets to the final four, every team that wins a national championship has that game during the course of the tournament uh, when they could easily lose and they just find a way to make the big shot or make the big player get a defensive stop for us. It was ball state in 1990 uh, when we had, when we were down and, had a chance to lose that game and found a way to, but every team will go through a, a game or two on the way that they have a chance to, to lose. And you find a way to make, make a big shot or make a big play. But uh, I think parity is as great as it's ever been. I think the NCAA tournament is as exciting as it's ever been. And one thing I can tell you from being in there as a player and assistant coach or a head coach, so many people across the country who don't follow the whole year, fill out an NCAA bracket and they follow it. And so it's the greatest sporting event there is. Super Bowl Sunday may be the biggest day, but the NCAA tournament's the biggest event there is in sports. It's going to be an absolute blast. Thank you so much for the time. Thanks for having me. Take care.
That's Dave Rice, former UNLV head men's basketball coach. Always a pleasure. One of the nicest people in the business. I have heard time and time again. That is a wrap on my guys in the desert. But stick around on VEASAN. Danny Burke and Rush Hour are coming up. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.